Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in again. So I've been busy and coughing so much yesterday I couldn't even do a podcast. But anyway, um, friend and I were talking the other day. We're talking about friends. Friends and what kind of friends do you have and and I know I've talked on this one before, but I think it probably needs to be spoken of again. Well, obviously, since it's on, been on my mind for three days. But, um, you know, he was talking about f- friends that you can count on. Friends that are, that'll be there for you in the pinch. You know, coming up on the 4th of March is the eight-year anniversary of my wife's death. And and I think about friends for me that really impact me in that, in that time of my life. When you have a cataclysmic event or catastrophic um, event in your life, death of a loved one, a spouse, a child, or... I don't know, a medical diagnosis or or what if you just got a got in trouble with the law and you know you're not you're a victim of circumstance, you know? Do do people turn on you? Do they ostracize you? Uh do they have time for you? <clears throat> you know, I found when my wife died I had a a lot of friends that were the first week how you doing, Chip? You need anything? Let me know. Well, I'm going to tell you, most people in these situations, <laughs> we need a lot of stuff. <laughs> We're not going to ask for it. We're trying to figure out what's going on with the world ourselves. What just happened, you know? The, the explosion, the big bang in our life just happened, and we're trying to figure it out. You know, Job's friends sat with him... I can't remember, was it three days or something, and didn't say a word. They just sat with him. So, you know, some a lot of times friends will say they don't need anything, but they sure appreciate your company. They sure appreciate you coming around. They sure appreciate you picking up the phone. You know that old funny saying about a, a good friend won't bail you out about it out of jail. He'll be there with you. And there's a lot of truth to that. What are your... How close are your friends? You know, like I said, we were talking the other day, and we were talking about that circle. What kind of circles of friends do you have? Do, do you have... A really, really, really close, tight-knit circle that you can talk almost anything with. And most of us have, in that circle, three, four, maybe five that you can say, tell, talk about anything. Can you trust your friends with that information? Do you have friends that you can trust with anything? And, you know, 
I talked to my daughters about this one time. They just got so many friends, you know, girls that they do this and shop and talk and get their nails done and their hair done. But when, but when it comes to a really true friend, committed friend, most people really don't have one. But I'm going to tell you what flips this whole scenario which has recently happened with me, is when you have this real close friend that, you know, they're in, they say they're, they share the same values as you. Like this person I'm speaking of was in, is in church all the time, talked Bible, talked Christian, talked God, talked all this stuff. And, well, something happened that he didn't agree with something that I did and he is making sure that everybody that I know that he knows knows that he thinks I'm a bad person. He's going out of his way to make sure to belittle me and badmouth me. But that's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but it is okay, right? Because nothing I can do about it. But now it just exposes him for the for the fraud and the fake that he really was. So your group of friends are not always concerned about your best interest. Uh, we think they may be. I mean, how many of your friends, if you told them, you were going to go to prison for a long time for robbing a bank and you wanted them to hide the money, how many of them would do it for you? Or if you ask them to show up with the shovel to help you dig a hole, how many friends would show up with a shovel and never ever speak of it again? Do you really have those close of friends? What if you had to leave the country and hide and you had one person that you could, thought you could contact and maybe they were the one person you could contact and they'd never sell you out. Or maybe they were the one person that sold you out. Do you have that one person that would never sell you out? Or that person that is that kind of way, but you really feel that you could share everything with. Do you have that one person? I do. I know in my heart I got that one, that one person. So me and my friend, you know, that we're talking about this. I got to looking, thinking. You know, I always put it in perspective the Bible and God and Jesus. And Jesus came... And he, had, and he had 70 disciples. We read twice in Matthew and Luke, I think, that he sent the 70 out. As sheep among the wolves, he sent them out to do things, and to witness to people. and Things got a little tough for him. Jesus' ministry started picking up, and things started getting tough. Rome was coming down on them, and... 
you know, they had families and lifestyles. and So eventually he whittled it down to 12. <coughs> 12 trusted individuals that he whittled it down to, right? We all know about the 12, the apostles, the picture of the Last Supper. And in that picture of the Last Supper... There's one that sells him out. Absolutely sells him out to be crucified. I mean, that's the one that you trusted your deepest, darkest secrets with, and they, they turned their back on you. And then there's the other 11. And they get whittled down even more, don't they? Jesus... God himself on the planet, in the flesh. I mean, he spent years with these guys, showing them his miracles and his, everything that he could do, that he was God. And yet, when they arrested him and sent him to the cross, of those 11, 10 of them disappeared. 10 of them Ten of the men that had been in his most intimate inner circle, trusted confidants, with him breaking bread and doing miracles, they ghosted him. And there was just one left. There was just one at the foot of the cross for his death. And that was John, the Apostle John. So the point I made to my friend was, why do we expect any more from our friends than Jesus was able to get out of his friends? And that's really the truth of the whole thing. We expect way more out of our friends when in truth we should realize from the get-go, you can absolutely trust no one except Christ. 100% to have your back. You, you, can, you can probably rest assured that you have one good friend that you could trust. I do. I know. But I know also that I wouldn't put that friend in a predicament for him and his family. That's how the friendship works. But I would also do whatever I can for my friend, like I knew he would do whatever for me. Think about that. Jesus, perfect man, knew, all every, knew everything, all intentions, thoughts, whatever. And he started off with 70, and he wound up with only one. And that one he entrusted him to take care of his mother. People, life is short. Life is short. And you know, we want to trust people. I want to trust people. I want people to think people are capable of keeping their word and being honest. And, but the truth of the matter is they're not. They're not. And I've had a philosophy from my years in the military 
people would say, you know, be careful what you say. And I've always said, anything that comes out of my mouth, I'm comfortable with somebody hearing that I said it. You know, anything that comes out of your mouth, are you comfortable with the police hearing it? Your mom hearing it? God hearing it? Grandma hearing it? If you keep that rule of thumb... and you speak by those terms, then you'll probably be well off. But there's only one person that will keep your secrets and not tell any others about it. Matter of fact, that one person, if you tell him your secrets and you repent, he won't even remember them. He died on that cross for us. And all he asks is that we repent and he'll forgive us our sins. So, the next time you're thinking about your friends, think about that. Think about who's really got your back. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless. Be safe. Thanks for tuning in.